All right. Hello, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? All is well here, ladies and gentlemen. That is Jake Vevra, a stand-up comedian in New York City. I am Nathan Timmel, a stand-up comedian in Iowa City. It is Saturday, July 17th, and we are going to talk about everything that we enjoy in the news. Um, but first, actually, uh, this is not in the news. This is actually happening. I want to open with this on a Facebook thread that someone tagged me in. They said, Nathan, why aren't you in on this? And so I looked. Um, a bunch of people I went to high school with are arguing with another person I went to high school with. And this guy is legit hand to God, not trolling anyone, not just being a dipshit. Dude, I hate when people pull me in on these goddamn Facebook threads. This one's kind of fun. Facebook jail for that. This one's kind of fun. He's a legit flat earther. Like, like not no fucking around. No, no, like, ah, just kidding. Like, not just like going into a group and pretending to be a nice. flat earther to get everybody riled up. A legit flat earther that I went to high school with. That is those posting all the bullshit conspiracies and uh, how come I can't see the curvature of the earth with my eye. And it's it's amazing. And right before we started recording, someone dropped the biggest bomb on this guy. No science, no, you know, NASA, no pictures from space, nothing that he's not going to believe anyway. This person asked the very simple question, where's the profit in saying the earth is flat? The government, sure, the government lies to us. Uh, the, the lizard people want to control us. Where's the profit in lying and saying that the world is round? What 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 does that give them that having the earth be f- the, the hiding the fact the earth is flat? give them and i can't wait to see his answer well hopefully and this is what he should come back with fisher price the company that makes most of the globes realized that they'd make a lot more money if they sold round plastic things <laughs> as opposed to just a flat map <laughs> so they, they 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 came up with this scheme hundreds of years ago and they hired uh teachers and scientists and people that fly planes and and sail ships across the sea they they got them all to lie about it they created a face fake space program and they did it all in the name of selling globes fake lying I, ass globes i like that i don't know if it goes back hundreds of years because it's uh, the globalists who did it is that a dog whistle for jews no i mean literal <laughs> global like the people that make the globes that's who did it i like that that is what he should come back with because that i, I mean this person that said that that is literally if i remember correctly your answer to the people who were denying covid who said it was government control your answer was really where's the profit in having everyone stay home no the lizard people want people out there producing and consuming so that the lizard people in the one percent can get all the money and there's no profit in having people stay home that's why it's covid is a bullshit hoax that's that's why saying it's a hoax is bullshit this is the same thing where uh, you have a good answer though the globes the globalists the 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 uh the people building plastic globes need to maintain their 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 corner on that market yeah it's a weird one man i mean i i I think that's a good uh, question with with any really big conspiracy is is a where's the profit and b how many people would this take to successfully do it that they would have to keep quiet because right. the thing is, especially now in the social media age, keeping people quiet is fucking hard, man. And it's, if it's if it's these grand, 
you, you know, massive conspiracies. It's like, well, whether it's it's uh, it's oh, COVID's fake or or the election, nine eleven. You know, yeah. It's like just for the sheer greed, somebody in the, involved in that would come forward with evidence because the other side would pay them very fucking well to do it. Yeah. And the other side could even be a foreign government or, you know, yeah. someone wants that information. It makes me think of uh, oh, Julian fuck. Assange would uh, stop smearing feces on the wall and write <laughs> you a check. Uh, who not Julian? I read uh, I read Snowden's book. I really liked his his memoir, his uh, autobiography. He, I didn't read it. It was very good. I read his. Um, I like the people that demonize Snowden because it's like, yeah, okay, maybe he shouldn't have turned as much as he did over to, but, but like, he told you your government's spying on you, and he gave up a cush fucking job in Hawaii to do it. Yeah. Um, I oh, I remember what I just had a thought. Uh, it's a little sideways from profit, but I, I, you know, my high school friends, I have another one that uh, um, hand to God believes in the chemtrail conspiracy theory. He, he believes that the Ooh, government- that's a throwback. I miss old conspiracies. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Well, chemtrails that don't require you to uh, storm capitals or or blame Jews. You know, you know yeah. just goofy shit. You know, just goofy. Man, there's chemtrails in the sky. What are they look, doing? I don't know, man. Who's causing it? I don't know. Just secularism. I, I don't know. Just, yeah. just look up that you folk. see them so they're real. Yeah. You just have to look in the sky. Yeah. That, no, you're right. They are. They're nice. They're cute. They're a reminder of what was. They're nostalgic. But yeah, my whole point. Bigfoot's uh, real. Who's covering up? Is, is it Pelosi? Is, is it George Soros? Is it, it? No, no, it's not. It's just, you know, he's just there. I don't know. He just wanders just around the woods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I forgot to say up front, uh, if you're not listening to us at 5 a.m. on Chicago's Comedy Scene Radio, hopefully you're hearing us at 5 p.m. twice on Tuesdays. I didn't put that at the front like I should have. I always like to announce that the Chicago's Comedy Scene Radio is very kind to us. Anyway, what I was saying is my buddy that's into chemtrails was going on about it, and another buddy of mine who, and I'm going to put this delicately because I like him, he's a friend of mine, is not a member of Mensa. You know, he, he, he's, sure. he's not, even he pointed out what you just said. He said, look, uh, dude, I, I'm not going to use names. He goes, dude, I love you. And I love a good conspiracy theory as, as much as the next guy. And I, I'm with you on a lot of shit, but this one, think of the number of people that would have to produce the chemicals in a factory and load them onto planes and fly those planes all over the country in certain patterns to break. It was like, he said, I love you. I love conspiracy theories. I just, it, it would take too much to cover up chemtrails. It just doesn't make sense. And my buddy was like, well, fine, whatever. But, you know, they're still real. It, it's just they, they, they get these things stuck in their head. And this whole argument that is going on in a thread, I wasn't a part. I just sort of laughed like someone tagged me and said, why aren't you in this? It's because because you can't change their mind. There's nothing you can do to change their mind. He thinks the world is flat. If someone is willing to believe that, I mean, my God, what can be done? Well, right. A, it becomes kind of an identity thing. Yeah. Because the second he admits that, that oh, shit, the, the earth is wrong, the second he even accepts that, then everyone who, like, not necessarily you, but there's probably a few people on that thread that are going at him fucking hard. And those cunts can't be right. Yeah. You know? Those, like, fuck that. Every smug fucking asshole who called him an idiot is now right. And he can't have that happen. And that, it reminds me of, you and I have talked about this a million times, the, the documentary Behind the Curve, um, 
they show that party of, I don't remember who, but call them scientists, and they're laughing over flat earthers. And at one point, a guy stands up and says, hey, yeah, it's funny and sad that they believe this, but mocking them is not going to enlighten them. No, no, it's going to push them more. Yeah, yeah, they're just going to dig in their heels because as you as we learned from watching that documentary a lot of them are very lonely people the 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 founder lived in a his mom's basement he's like this stereotype joke where you say oh you live in your mom's basement holy shit he actually did they are just looking for their own bizarre support groups and when they find it they latch on and that that's why i i've made a post but it wasn't trying to convince him otherwise it was just like my post was to everybody trying to convince him otherwise. It's like, dude, you're, you're trying to kick water uphill. You are not going to change his mind. Although I must say this, this, this post that just dropped that says, where's the profit? That one I like because that comes at the problem sideways. It's not about science. It's not about physics. It's not about math. At one point, the guy that believes the world is flat said that, uh, how does the Mississippi roll uphill for 11 miles? If the, if the earth was round, the Mississippi would be rolling uphill for 11 miles. It's like, okay. Um, yeah, you have millions of gallons of water pushing in one direction and, you know, topography goes up and down, but generally it's being pulled south. It's, it's, the Mississippi is flowing one way. It might go up a few feet. It might go down a few feet, but it's not going uphill for 11 miles. Wait, but there's still hills and stuff, even in flat earth world. So wouldn't it still be going uphill if there's an incline? Hmm. I suppose it's, it's that does make, yeah, you're right. It would if uh, there are still mountains on a flat earth. So you are correct. You can see them with your eyes. They're there no matter what, no matter what you or Neil deGrasse Tyson says, there's, there's mountains. You can see them. I th- and I don't understand his argument because if he's trying to argue that the earth is curved and the Mississippi is flowing, uh, the way I, you know, Technically, the curvature of the Earth, the Mississippi, would be flowing toward the equator, which, I mean, not that it has anything to do with anything. I don't understand. His post was just that the Mississippi would be flowing uphill for 11 miles. He doesn't really explain a lot. He just drops posts about how we're all dumb. Dude, Galileo is rolling over in his fucking grave right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, everything he gave up to tell us that the goddamn thing was wrong. He never expected that, like, 700 years later with the invention of the Internet, people would start believing that shit again. Well, not just that, but he's rolling over in his grave because, holy fuck, I figured this out using a telescope. You guys have satellites taking pictures of the Earth and outer space. I was stuck in one spot with a telescope measuring the distance between stars, and I got it right. (laughs) Billionaires are taking vacations, fucking floating around the goddamn round thing that we live on. And, uh, yeah, I I, I did it in in a, a crazy fucking priest outfit from the dark ages and uh, no, no electricity. I did it with candlelight. Yes. And here we are. And uh, we're believing everything wrong. All right. So Jake, I want to open with something sad today. Uh, Well, that was our opening, but uh, getting into the news last week, Jake, uh, you had just what I thought was the the best, most brilliant idea. You said we should piggyback on uh, the support Trump uh, supporters give uh, our ex president and we should uh, re- open little, uh, you know, GoFundMe's in the name of Trump. And I thought it was a beautiful, brilliant idea. Well, we were too late. Uh, a PAC impersonated Donald Trump and raised 
millions by doing just that. Oh, fuck yeah. Go. Yeah. yeah. Matt Knox. Uh, it's a fake name. That's his, his, He looks like your typical 30-something, whatever. He drives around in a Porsche. And, uh, but in February 2018, 19, he created two PACs, uh, Support American Leaders, and Campaign to Support the President. They raised a total of $3.4 million. And just like Trump, he kept it all. Like Trump says, fund my lawsuit, but then keeps the money and puts it into his golf courses. This guy said, hey, support the president. In a way, he's like uh, Glinda the Good Witch. Like, I know he didn't do it for anything other than personal gain, but he's kind of like those assholes that say, hey, I'm running, raising money for victims of Hurricane Katrina, and then they keep it. Well, he just said, hey, idiots, uh, support our president, and they donated $3.4 million and he kept it. Good for him. Yeah, I mean, he's not like Robin Hood. He steals from the stupid and gives to himself, but uh, <laughs> I, I still kind of like him. He's a little yeah. bit of an anti-hero. Well, I mean, he is kind of douchey. You look at it, he, you know, he, he made himself a TikTok celebrity, so that's kind of dickish right there. If he had just done it quietly, I would respect him more if he would just, uh, you know, but he literally did steal uh, voice recordings. Uh, he would hear when you say made himself a TikTok star, are you saying he's going on TikTok and going, look what I'm doing with these idiots money? No, that's amazing. Uh, that would have been amazing. No, he's going on TikTok and like, look at my Porsche. Hey, I'm at this hot nightclub. Look at my uh, fancy clothes. So like he was spending the money and then ah. showing how cool he is. So he's sort of a douchebag. But his heart was in the right place, stealing from the stupid and keeping to himself. I mean, look, man, I'd rather have you commit white collar crimes against those fucking idiots than I. It's it's better than I, I don't know buying medical companies and jacking up the price of of, of medicine seven thousand percent like that Sharenki guy did. So just yeah. rip off the more rip off the dumb and not the sick. That's what I say. God damn, we. When are you going to run for office? Because that should be your political slogan. You put that on billboards. You put that on television. <laughs> rip off the yeah. dumb. Steal from the dumb. Give to the sick. Or well, that is going to be my uh, my my platform. And then when they give me the money, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to buy a Porsche. And I'm going to be like, dude, it was right. Come on. How did you guys fall for it? Come on. I said that's what I was doing. Exactly. I mean, the sad thing was is uh, that... If he hadn't been a TikTok douchebag, he could have possibly gotten away with it. it it's you know, it's like any um, movie involving a drug dealer where they start sampling the product and then it gets out of control and the FBI busts them. All, all you got to do is just keep selling. Don't don't put the candy up your nose. Just maintain a low profile and then retire. You but raise it's, money. It's, it's kind of a, an oxymoron, right? Well, it's I mean, addictive. That, well, it's a, it's addicting and B it's a personality type. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. There, there are the occasional sort of um, drug dealers who kind of do what uh, Denzel Washington's character did in, what was that? American gangster. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. With Russell Crowe. Yeah. Yeah. Where he just sort of does like the stringer bell from the wire thing. There yeah. are those occasional guys, you know, the, the, the guy that owns the chicken restaurant and breaking bad. Yeah. Occasionally yeah. there's that, but, uh, almost, almost a hundred percent. 
the the type of personalities that are drawn to that lifestyle you know uh, really and good fellas yes uh, or or you know ripping off morons with with white collar business schemes those are not the type of guys who are cool driving around a fucking prius you know what i mean like that's not yeah. why they got into this was to drive a fucking prius and and just kind of you know live a a frugal lifestyle they love fucking showing off the bling and they want to show it to as many people as they can. They, 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 they want to flash it around. Like, that. that's why they do what they do. Yeah. And I suppose, I mean, you'd think, I was, I was going to say, you'd think someone would learn from that and do it quietly like a stringer bell. But it's, it's we should do it. We, we should enact that plan. But uh, I don't know. It's, like you said, right. it's a personality we, trait. We'll we talk about it, but we Porsches, won't do it. But the fact that we don't need Porsches is why we don't sit around de uh, devising schemes to actually rip people off. Uh, we just, we just like talk about them on podcasts when we're hungover. Right. You know? Well, and also um, I don't know if this is an excuse, but it's sort of a reality. Um, it's, it's not like he, he treated it like his business. I mean, he, this was an industry. Right. You, you don't get 3.4 million and no. you and I, have other focuses. Like I wrote a book. I'm currently recording an audio version of the book. I'm editing it every day. We do comedy, which is our main thing. I think I already said comedy, but the whole thing is I said, I sell fentanyl to eighth graders. Yes. On, and fentanyl. Yes. but if you're going to focus on grifting people, that has to be your focus. And suddenly you're not a comedian anymore, or you're not uh, whatever. It's, it's not our passion to, to be grifters. I wish it was because I think I could do it very well, but it's not my passion and were I to devote time to it, I would lose track of everything else in my life. That's true. And I don't think I would do it as good as this guy. You know, no. he actually had recordings of Donald Trump that would call on the robocalls and say, hi, this is President Trump. I don't do impersonations, but, you know, he would he would. And so they would donate money. That's amazing. It, it really was. And it, a week after you said we should do it, it turns out someone was out there doing it. Well, I hope he doesn't go to jail. I mean, he only ripped off fucking morons who, de who deserve to get ripped off. So I'm, I'm cool with it. And hey, any of you morons out there that gave to this guy thinking you were giving to the president, blah, 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 know that your orange Fuhrer would be completely cool with this guy <laughs> if he kicked him 10%. He would have him to Mar-a-Lago. He wouldn't have your stupid ass to Mar-a-Lago, would he? No, but he would have the guy who ripped you off in this scheme to Mar-a-Lago if he kicked him 10%. So... Uh, know that that's that's your hero. Uh, well, one more thing with Trump, and then we'll move on. I thought this was great. I sent you an article, and the the media made big news of this, and I don't know why. I thought it was hilarious because I I found this story in a half dozen places: Yahoo, CNN, uh, um, HuffPost, all the liberal places. The headline was. Trump supporter at CPAC rails against election fraud, fraud lies. Show me the freaking Kraken. And it basically, it was CNN's Donnie Sullivan. Where's the guy? Joe. Grizzly Joe, a man who goes by Grizzly Joe, said, uh, the, the reporter asks Grizzly Joe, do you accept Joe Biden won the election? Joe bluntly answered, yeah. And uh, so you know that uh, we're, oh, God damn it. Then. I got to have the evidence. If you're going to release the Kraken, show me the freaking Kraken for crying out loud. Show me the freaking Kraken. Show me a piece of the Kraken. Show me something. 
Interesting that you say it kraken. I, I go kraken. Well, I uh, maybe it's kraken. I don't know. I don't remember. But uh, I wonder whether this guy went kraken or kraken. Does it say? Uh, well, he just says it's spelled out, so it uh, could be kraken. I could be fucking stupid as shit. I am. The whole point is. Well, I don't. I don't think because this guy said it one way. That's you know that necessarily. I'm just curious. Yeah. Well, I am too. I could be saying it wrong. Um, release the Kraken. Man, I think that was in the movie, probably. Yeah, the movie went Kraken. All right, well, I was wrong then. But, but it's, it is a Greek word, so it's probably pronounced fucking white. It's probably, like, it's, it's probably <laughs> wild, dude. My whole point, the th- whole reason I took an interest in this story is the media was jerking off over itself because they found one guy at this convention. And they even say that in the story. They said, you know, you're probably the only person at this convention that believes there was no election fraud. And he goes, yeah, but he was still there. He still voted for Trump, but they're like making a big deal. Ooh, we found the one Trump supporter that doesn't believe in election fraud. I just, uh, I failed to understand how that is news because they were treating it not like a joke story, like, well, there's only one. They were treating it like there's a crack in the dam that that the, the, the Trump supporter is going to come crumbling down That's at this funny. point. It was just like, I, I no. hope he fucking just I I hope he said that, you know what I mean? And they got all like happy like because they got they got a guy who they thought was kind of on their side. And then right. goes, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not like the rest of these guys who are here because they think the election was stolen. I'm here because I hate minorities and queers. <laughs> But I, I want to discriminate against him fairly if we win the election yes. next time. Uh, either way, not like I said, not much to say about that one. I just thought it was funny that they were so uh, that's such hard nipple. Okay, this uh, right here. I'm gonna. This was probably my favorite story. This will be my favorite story of 2021. TikTok video, because of course it has to be TikTok, shows woman on American Airlines plane duct taped to her seat. The airline says she tried to open the door mid-flight. I could not love this story more because, Jake, do you remember what we were hearing last year and every, like all, all the way up until this story? Every Until that story hit, any time a passenger went nutty on an airplane, they would divert the flight, get everybody off, arrest the person, put everybody yeah. back on the plane. They fucking duct taped this lady to her seat, like duct taped the shit out of her and flew to their destination. I think this is the way they should handle every asshole on a flight. If you're going to get up, if you're going to try and open the door, if you're going to start a fight with a, I almost said stewardess, flight attendant, you should get duct taped to your goddamn seat. And then everyone else on the plane is not inconvenienced because they had to land somewhere and get everybody off and divert the flight. No. You act like an asshole on an airplane, you get duct taped to your seat. God bless American Airlines for taking the stance and, and whipping out the duct tape. Yeah, I'm, I'm tired, tired of, 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 of Karen's trying to open up plane doors and, and get me sucked out <laughs> at, you know, 1,300 feet or whatever. Yeah, that too. I mean, that's a byproduct. But anybody that starts a fight with a flight attack, any one of these, just duct tape them to their goddamn seat. And of course, the TikTok user was like, I don't think the airline handled it all that well. Fuck you, lady. You would be singing a different tune had you been trying to get to New York, but they landed in goddamn, you know, fucking, they had to divert for four hours in Chicago. If they're trying to open the door, even if you are going to land and get her off, I mean, you you have to do something while you're landing. Like, she's trying to open the goddamn door. Yeah. I mean, you got to restrain her somehow. I'm just surprised that they don't, I, I just assumed that, 
they had like a marshal on each one and that they had some types of, of cuffs or shackles or something. You, you know what I mean? If I remember correctly, and I could be wildly wrong, I think the air marshal program is more of a random lottery system. I don't think there's a marshal uh, on every plane because how could there be? Think of the number of air. Yeah. I mean, that would be a bigger industry than McDonald's or Walmart just being an air marshal. They would need so many if they had it would, one it per would be flight. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And especially once we abolish the air marshals and uh, just have social workers keep people from <laughs> opening doors on planes. Defund just, the air yeah, marshals. Some, some ladies trying to open the fucking plane door and you just, ma'am, what kind of medications are you on? You're just coming at her with a clipboard. <laughs> Fuck that. Sometimes you need the duct tape. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm a lefty, but I don't live in liberal fantasy land. Sometimes we need duct tape. You know what you're making me think of is uh, in my head, it's anti-vaxxers that say like, you know, the, the body is supposed to fight these diseases. It, it, it works with the immune system. It makes it stronger. When you take away the body's natural response, that's what people are going to be like uh, with defund the air marshals. It's like they'll because they'll, they forgot or they never experienced polio. So they think vaccines are bad. Well, people today, like millennials that didn't experience 9-11, it's OK. You know, like we we could just send the lady with the clipboard in, ma'am, about your medications. No, we we lived through 9-11. Damn it. We need our duct tape. We we yeah, remember we need, the horror. duct tape, man. Karen's going crazy up there. Mid-flight, <laughs> getting people sucked out the side of planes. Uh. All right. Um, two more. One, I thought this was a quick one because I didn't send you the full story. I sent you a link to a tweet. Um, I should have sent you both. Within 10 minutes of one another, I saw two stories. I only sent you one. The one I sent you was uh, Secretary Anthony Bilkin. I'm pleased to announce the donation of 500,000 doses of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine to Moldova. This delivery furthers the U.S. commitment to feeding, defeating the global COVID pandemic, blah, 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 blah. Did you, do you can you take a guess at what the other story was uh, that I did not send you? Did you hear it this week? No. Johnson & Johnson had another adverse side effect for certain users. <laughs> so oh, it was like shit. back to back. And now it's a very rare, very, very, very rare. Uh, you have to have a disease and then it works against you. But yeah. uh, like less than 1% of the population. But it was just these two headlines back to back. Johnson & Johnson affects these people. And the U.S., hey, the rest of the world, take our Johnson & Johnson. Kind of like when AstraZeneca was causing brain clots and we were giving it to Canada. Like, okay, here, Mexico, here, Canada. You could, it's yeah. just not a good look for us when we give away our shit meds and hoard all the Pfizer and Moderna. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, dude. It's that's that's the one that no one wants. Well, you, you I, I knew something was weird with that Johnson and Johnson. Whatever the other two shots, you would get you would get two shots, and Johnson yeah. Johnson went, nah, nah, just one. No, 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 we're good. We ain't like no, 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 one one shot. We're good. Right. It's like a flu. We we got this down in once. Like, wait a second. You came out six months after the first one. And you're less effective. Like, remember that too. It was like Pfizer was 93% effective. Yeah. Johnson Johnson was 64%. Like, how do you put in six months more worth of research and come out less effective? I'm not sure I want you in my body. Dude, uh, my, my fiance got the Johnson and Johnson and she now has six toes on both of her feet. I mean, she should do smash videos on YouTube. Online. Yeah, I mean, you know, she's she got crush she's got eggs fans and going. step in whipping cream, and she could make a killing doing that. The, the foot fetish people fucking love it. So uh, I would imagine that's probably paying for your wedding. Yeah, it did. 
Oh, there you go. Yeah, six foot toes. Videos. That's awesome. Johnson and Johnson foot fetish videos. Where'd the sixth one oh, grow? JJ toe. Was it like a, an extra pinky, or did you get an extra? Where where the sixth one grow in? On the heel. Uh, <laughs> it's fucking wild. It's like a little uh, 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 chicken claw, like a chicken yeah, yeah, claw yeah. foot, a little hook. Oh, yeah. I bet she can climb really well now. Yeah, well, I, I also entered her in 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 cockfighting contest. She she cockfights. She fights the roosters with her with her crazy with her JJ toe. She could also uh, run track. I bet that gives her good traction. She you know she gets that good uh, hook at the beginning and then push off and lift and and every you know she gets good grip. She could she could play sports. Yeah, she she was doing well in track, but they uh, they disqualified her for the JJ toe, kind of like oh. the Blade Runner guy. I. Uh, I did a comedy show last night. It made me think of that. I made a comment uh, about Larry Nasser that got a, a laugh and a groan. And uh, I, I, I said, uh, speaking of the Olympic Committee, kicking, you said people, I guess you got kicked Oh, he was that track. doctor, right? Yeah, he was the... He was the, yeah. the how, how beautiful of the Olympic Committee to, uh, for over a decade, for two, 20 years, I don't know, to allow this doctor to finger bang little girls, molest them, uh, do horrible things, and yet that one runner smokes pot once and she's kicked off. Man, the Olympic Committee is right on top of things. What a bunch of fucks. <laughs> well, she's got to do the right thing like Larry Nasser and wean herself off of weed with, uh, you know, kids. Yeah, something. Then they'll let her go because that's what the other. All right. Final story. Jake, did you read the blog I sent you? Wait, not the blog. No, I don't think so. You didn't? I had heard whispers of this, but I never read it. It's Moses Farrow talking about his mother and Woody Allen and basically refuting everything. Yeah, he claimed he claimed none of that shit happened. None yeah. of it. I mean, he goes into detail. He's like, look, here's the deal. The, the overview is I was 14 at the time. Uh, Dylan was six. And look, I have two kids. I have an eight-year-old and a six-year-old. And... You ask them a question and they will get the, like, you can ask them, hey, what did you do for breakfast? You, you asked him at the end of the day, what did you do in school today? I don't know. And yet here Dylan is as an adult saying she explicitly knows what happened to her. And he talks about how she was conditioned. And one thing that's not talked about, did you, you watch the HBO documentary, correct? I did. Did they talk about the early 90s investigations that were dismissed? Yes. How much? What what did they say about them? They basically made it seem as if they dismissed it. It's been a little while, but they more or less made it seem like they were they were corrupt or something. Interesting, because what Moses says is both of them were dismissed because the conclusion in each case was that Dylan had obviously been coached, that the more they researched it, the, it's just that it wasn't an organic telling of something that happened to her. It was very, it, it was coached. Like it did not seem believable. They, they did not have sufficient evidence to move forward. And he goes through and, and wipes out everything. He said, oh, she says it took place in, I think, the attic or a crawl space. And he's like, one, we didn't have a train set up there. Two, nobody played up there. Three, if they disappeared to go up there, everyone would have known, like, Every single point that is made against Woody Allen is dispelled by his son. And he has basically no reason to lie. And he paints a horrible picture of Mia Farrow. And me not knowing anything about anything, 
Mia gives off the vibe of someone that he describes. Well, it's it's a tough one, man, because I, she does have every reason to hate Woody Allen enough to do that. You yes. know, so it's like the motive is there. Um, where where it gets weird for me is I don't. I mean, is somebody still going to be saying that when they're an adult if it didn't happen? That's where it gets a little fucking nutty for me. You know, I hear you. But if they've been conditioned to say it their entire life, maybe. I mean, I don't know. If you've I mean, been yeah, it's, it's, it's six, far-fetched. It's yeah. far-fetched. I would have to see more evidence of that personally before I... But, but then again, I wasn't there, and, and this this kid was, and he claims that that never happened. Now, that said, he he does... And I'm not, you know, whatever, but it, it he does have a pretty wealthy father who... I, I mean, let, let's face it. Oh, looking for a little inheritance? I got one to get uh-huh. on daddy's good I side. Think, dude, if you write an article like this on my behalf, you get in the mansion. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, dude, the other kids might get some stocks and shit, but you you get the estate. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm letting eat the butlers, all of that shit. Well, I have not seen the documentary you have, but instead of, I'll just say this. Um, to anybody that is interested, I, I honestly have not followed much of the, the case for or against him because I honestly don't care if you have and are interested it's called a son speaks out by moses Farrow. it was published on may 23rd 2018 and it's a very interesting read i've heard people are, talk about it i haven't read it but yeah i've, I've yeah. heard kind of described what, what you just described oh i read it start to finish and it's you know what if if you are pro woody allen it will just back you up if you are on the fence it will give you something to lean about. And if you are anti-Woody Allen, maybe it's worth reading just to have your beliefs challenged. I don't know if you are as uh, dug in like a flat earther, but uh, that's how I'm going to bring well, it I'm back. Not because I wasn't there. It's, it's weird that people wrap their identities and shit like that. My identity is not wrapped up in whether or not Woody Allen's a child molester. You know what I mean? It's just, <laughs> that's a good it's goddamn not, point. It's just not who I am. Like it's yes. not on my, you know, like my, my social media profile pictures. Isn't me like <laughs> holding up a picture of Woody and tearing it in half like Sinead O'Connor on SNL, you know, like that's just not, I, I mean, it's but people, people get invested like that, man. And and we made fun of, I'm going to change gears, kind of. I made fun of, I know, people a while ago. I, I don't like what's happening to Britney Spears. Uh, I feel sorry for her. I feel empathy toward Britney Spears. But I also, I'm not going to go drive. There was the woman that took her 12-year-old kid from Seattle to Los Angeles to stand outside the courthouse with a free Britney sign. Again, how is that your identity where you you have so little going on in your life that you champion whatever cause, be it Britney or Dylan or Woody or whatever? It's Dude, that very is interesting. fucking child abuse. And that kid is going to push hard the other way. Like it, it, people people act like you can only get pushed one way with shit if you're a kid like. OK, so I live in New York where pretty much everyone hates Trump. But who is the group? who never shuts up about it. White women with conservative fathers. Oh, my God. Just everything. <laughs> I mean, what do I think about it? I think Donald Trump's a Nazi. And it's like, I was just asking if you'd seen, you, you know, Better Call Saul. Like, I wasn't like, what, what the <laughs> fuck are we doing here? <laughs> oh, you're so brave. You, you shout an opinion that everybody around you agrees with. How do you do it? You're so brave. But my point is, 
that kid is going to grow up to fucking become a human trafficker. He's going to be one of those guys who just fucking snatches women from random Eastern European countries and throws them in connexes and ships them over here. Like that's he's like, fuck you, mom. I'm going the other way. So be careful how you raise your kids. Oh, yeah. They can go the other way. All right. Jake, got anything to promote? You going to talk about the Love Gurus quick? Uh, yeah, Love Gurus. Check it out live every single Thursday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern on YouTube. Comment, chat. We, uh, we, we find weird dating questions on Reddit. We find the craziest ones, and then we riff on them with comics while we drink white wine. So check that out. There you go. Um, I will mention again, as I do, my book, We Are 100. It is getting very nice reviews on Amazon, a couple of nice professional reviews as well. And as you heard me say up front uh, in passing, I am recording an audio version of the book. So if you've been on the fence about it, like, well, I don't really like to read, but these guys do their podcast for free every week. Maybe I should buy something. Hey, hold out and you can buy the audio version. If you don't like reading, you can just use my voice to lull you to sleep at night. All right, visit jakevever.com, visit nathantimmel.com, share the podcast, and hey, if you had a chance to write a good review for us, we would appreciate it. Bye-bye. Free, free Britney Spears. <laughs> that guy made her get an IUD in her 30s. That's fucked up. <laughs> I know how that feels, too. My stepdad made me get an IUD. Didn't even keep me from getting pregnant. He just did it to be a jerk. Free Britney. <laughs>